News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now, the Dublin Metrolink project will have a direct, severe, negative, profound, and permanent impact on the heritage value of St Stephen's Green. So, that the Office of Public Works last week, and Patrick O'Donovan is Minister of State with responsibility for the Office of Public Works. Uh, and I spoke to him a little bit earlier on and began by asking whether he agrees with the OPW's assessment public in Dublin, visitors and locals alike, uh, getting access to a modern, um, fit-for-purpose, um, up-to-date uh, transport system. Uh, however, um, the Office of Public Works have responsibility to preserve and protect our national monuments, um, as is laid out uh, under statute. And St. Stephen's Green is a particularly sensitive uh, and vulnerable place. Um, it's the scene of a uh, a significant uh, 1916 element to the Easter Rising. Uh, and not only that, it's also very significant in the sense that it is one of the last parts of the remaining uh, continuation of, of George and Dublin that's, that's fully intact. Um, so we have responsibility for it and we take that responsibility very seriously. And I suppose what differentiates it from other parks in the centre of Dublin uh, is the fact that it is so intrinsically connected to the story of 1916 in particular. Um, so we're very conscious that... Uh, it is. It's a beautiful landmark in Dublin. No one would argue with that, but I'm quoting the Office of Public Works. The Metrolink proposed risks fundamentally altering the special character of the green and changes will be visible for generations to come. They don't sound like they're anxious to have it built. They sound like they don't think it's a good idea. No, but we're, what we're simply saying is uh, giving a statement of fact on the basis of uh, an application that's been made for a railway order, having regard to the environmental, um, archaeological, uh, physical and historical changes that would be profound on a national monument. Um, and if this was uh, Kilmainham Jail or if it was Bruna Bina or if it was the Rock of Cashel, uh, where we were having this conversation, we would be taking the very same position based on the sensitivity and the... So what do, what do you want to see happen? Because my understanding is that there, there would be a station there at the edge of, of St. Stephen's Green. Some of the boundary which of the of the Metrolink station would extend under St. Stephen's Green. What, what do you want to see changed? Well, first of all, we're not making an application for um, a railway order. So, you know, if Transport Infrastructure Ireland and ourselves have been working on this since uh, 2018, so it's not today or yesterday that there has been quite a, le- a degree of discussion around it. However, the, the impact on the green is more than significant. Um, you're talking about up to 220 odd trees being uh, impacted with almost 70 being totally removed. Uh, these are trees that are hundreds of years old, as well as that the actual National Monument itself, which saw the engagement in 1916, we know that when you dig up a national monument of that character, you can never bring it back. Once it's dug up, it's gone. That's the reality. So are you suggesting that the station should be moved elsewhere? I mean, no, I mean, it's, not, it's not for us to suggest where the station should or shouldn't be. That's not our expertise. But what, what our expertise and what our department's responsibility is, is to the preservation of the national monuments, not only for this generation, but for future generations. I just want to ask you one or two other things, Minister, if that is all right. A um, lot of discussion in the papers over the weekend around the the issue with migrants coming to this country, both those seeking international protection and possibly economic migrants as well. There's been quite a bit of uh, public criticism by members of Fine Gael, uh, Charlie Flanagan, Regina Doherty, to name a, a couple, of Minister O'Gorman on, on his 
I suppose, coping and his strategy to, to deal with this. Do you share their concerns? Well, every European member state is facing the very same concerns that we are and every European member state department uh, that is a responsibility for the issue that Roderick O'Garman has is facing exactly the same situation. Uh, to be honest about it, look, I've worked with Roderick O'Garman with regards to our element uh, of yep. the provision of accommodation. He is under enormous pressure. His department is under enormous pressure. Um, and I think, to be honest about it, we have to have regard for the fact that some people, are, while they're entering the country perfectly legally, we have a huge number of people uh, for whom are arriving undocumented. And the okay. So if you're not critical, critical of him, is he getting enough resources then? Is that the issue? I think he is, to be honest about it, based on the capital uh, um, resources that are available to him and the human resources that are available to him. But to be honest about it, um, no European member state is in uh, a bed of roses with regard to this issue at the moment. And that's why the European Union, particularly the Commission, okay. has to respond with a singular voice. And I think that has been lacking up to recently. All right. And then maybe lastly, the Minister, Roderick O'Gorman, did put out a public appeal for, for public buildings that might be potentially used uh, to house those arriving asylum seekers, refugees, Ukrainians, whoever. Um, the Office of Public Works obviously controls quite a lot of public buildings. He has had no offers of public buildings whatsoever to his appeal. Is it the case that the Office of Public Works is saying that there isn't a single suitable public building under your auspices that might be able to help him? Well, that's not the case uh, because there are buildings that... Uh, it's been reported he's had not one single offer, offer well, that, since he put not, out the appeal. Well, that's not the case uh, because buildings that are under the control of the Office of Public Works uh, are being considered. Uh, some of them have been considered. Some are, could uh, potentially at some stage be suitable, but they would require significant works, particularly around fire and evacuation. Others have been ruled out as unsuitable. So... Whatever is reported, um, the reality... Just, uh, his department is saying that uh, no formal offers have been of accommodation have been received by his department since he sent that letter, since he appealed to other we, departments. Well, actually, our, our engagement predates that letter. Uh, so we've been engaged with um, the Department of Children long before we received any letter. Okay. Actually, from the very first time that any single uh, Ukrainian arrived into Ireland. The Office so, of Public so is the Office of Public Work act, acting currently to, to, I suppose, develop certain properties that may become into use, may come into use? For example, some of the sites that uh, there's currently houses being built on for, the, for uh, Minister O'Garman's department are built on lands that are owned by the Office of Public Works. All right. So is the Office of Public Works, in your view, doing all they can? Absolutely. And I think that, uh, you know, we have a, a designated unit within our department uh, who are doing nothing else other than looking at all available options. Right. Uh, so it's not accurate to say um, that uh, we haven't been engaged. We have been fully okay. engaged. Patrick O'Donovan, Minister for State with the responsibility for uh, the Office of Public Works. Thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. Tw- News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.